This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Ruchem Abayim, Masech Tivam, Masamach Beis, Amad Beis, one of the most famous Amudim in the whole Shas. The Gemara just quoted a Machlekes. Let's say someone had children and the children died. Rav Huna said you're Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Yochanan said you're not. Rav Huna understands the Mitzvah of Puravu is to speed up the Gula. There's a container, it has to be emptied out. So you bring children into the world, you bring the Gula closer. The children don't survive, you did your part, you're still Mekayim the Mitzvah. Rav Yochanan says the purpose of Puravu is L'Shavas Yitzara, to bring to make the world habited. You didn't do that. They're not, the children are not living, they're not around, so you didn't fulfill the mitzvah. Meisvei. I'll ask a question. The Bnei Yeshua had a question. Bnei Banim, Harehein Kebanim. The Gemara presumes what this means is, so let's say a person had a boy or a girl, and the boy or the girl died, and... And uh, that boy or girl had a son. He, that boy, could be mitzarif with his father's sister or with his mother's brother. And uh, the grandfather doesn't have to have another child. In other words, a grandson could replace either the boy or the girl. But that implies that if the boy or the girl didn't have a son, then the grandfather was not mekayim the mitzvah so that is a question on Rav Huna, because Rav Huna says, as long as you speed up the geula, you don't have to have children who endure. And here we see, at least you need a grandchild to take the place of the child. Now at this step in the Gemara, the Gemara feels a boy could take the place of a boy, a boy could also take the place of a girl. In other words, if the daughter dies, a son could take the place of the girl. Now, this is actually a sort of a Pesach Tikvah for one to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. If let's say somebody has only boys or only girls, so then they're Mekayim the Mitzvah with a grandchild. In other words, if one of the, if one of the uh, children have the other gender, they could be Mekayim the Mitzvah. It's not 100% clear because... Na- in, in this case of the Gemara, a person had a boy and a girl, just one of them was deceased, and as long as they have another child... Now, the only thing that wouldn't work is if a, someone had a boy and a girl, and the boy died, and they, the boy had a girl. In other words, a boy could take the place of a girl, a girl cannot take the place of a boy. Bottom line is, this is against Ravuna. Says the Gemara, no, it's not. Really, if you bring a boy or a girl into the world, one is Mekayim, the mitzvah, a Puravu, even if they die. And there's no grandchildren. Kitanya hi. What does it mean? Bnei banim harehein kabanim. Lahashlem. To complete. For example, let's say a person only had one son. And the son got married. And they had a daughter. So now the grandfather was Mekayim, the mitzvah, Puravu. Because he was mashlem his chayva. However, if he had a boy and a girl originally, even if they die, you're mekayim the mitzvah. Now, comes out something very interesting. Because, what is the mitzvah of purvu? 
is the mitzvah, the ma'isabiya, and provided that the outcome is good. So if the mitzvah is the ma'isabiya, and one is potter, as long as you have a boy and a girl, which is basically the shita ramaisha, that the mitzvah is the ma'isabiya, and you have to continually engage until you produce the boy and the girl. So it comes out that if a, per- a person is better off having only boys and only girls and not being mekayim the mitzvah until they have a grandson or granddaughter. Why? Because every time is they're doing the ma'isabiya and they don't get potter until the end of their life. So they're better off. In other words, if the mitzvah is the ma'isabiya and having a boy and a girl is a p'tur, you're better off not, not doing it until the end of your life. Ma'ashe'enkein, according to the Minchas Chinech, we'll see maybe in a future year in Shia, where the mitzvah is being the father of a boy and a, being the father of a girl, then as soon as you could do that and get that mitzvah, you're better off. But it seems like we paskin like Rav Moshe, so it's interesting, you're actually better off taking more time to do the mitzvah puravu than having it under, you know, getting it under your belt immediately. And according to this answer of the Gemara, one could be Mekayim through grandchildren. That what? What's it sad to, what's it sad to say that he's potter? When he did the mice of Bia, he wasn't a, a year. Enoch answers, he never got the mitzvah, but he's potter from it, because the mice, he has a boy and a girl. You hear? In other words, he never fulfilled it, he never did it, but he doesn't have to do it, because he has a tour of having a boy and having a girl. We'll discuss this, I think this will be the topic of... Uh, the Samach Beis Amad Aleph Ion. We'll try for it. We'll see if we could get it in Sunday. Okay. Um, so that's the. That is the uh, Gemara Bnei Banim Harehim Kabanim. Says the Gemara further Meisvei Bnei Banim Harehim Kabanim. Grandchildren are like children. But the Brisa continues, If one of one's children die, or one of the children turn out to be unable to reproduce, like Kiyem Peri Verivya, the parent does not get the mitzvah Peri Verivya. So Tiyufta Duravuna, this refutes Ravuna, because according to Ravuna, you just have to bring the kid into the world. The ultimate repercussion is irrelevant. Says Gemara, Tiyufta, Enechanami. This refutes Ravuna. Bottom line is we don't paskin like Rafuna, we paskin that one is only becoming the mitzvah if they bring a boy and a girl into the world and the boy and the girl survive. Now, the Brisa just said, Bnei Banim Harehim Kabanim. Grandchildren are like children. Savra Abai Lameimar. Abai thought to say, Bra Lebra. A grandson could take the place of the son. In other words, we paskin like Rabbi Yochanan. You have to have children that survive. Rabbi Yochanan says, Loi Kiyem. However, grandchildren are like children. If, if uh, Loi Alenus only loses a child, but that child has a child, you could be Mekayim the Mitzvah through that. However, the Gemara says, Abai thought to say, a son could cover for a son. Ubarta Labarta, a granddaughter could cover for a daughter. In other words, if somebody's son had a son and the son died, 
the person's still covered. A daughter could cover for a daughter. Certainly, a son could cover for a daughter. If a daughter dies and they have a son, you're making the mitzvah. A daughter cannot cover for a daughter. Excuse me, a daughter cannot cover for a son. Now, I would have said, a person has to bring into the world a boy and a girl. And if the girl dies, then a son cannot take her place. You don't, you didn't, you did not, uh, you don't have in the world a boy and a girl. But the answer is, you have to bring in a boy and a girl into the world. And if one of them die, any descendant sort of is a placeholder, is any descendant they have is considered like you brought into the world their parent. The only thing is, a boy has an advantage over a girl. So if the boy dies, even though the girl could hold the place of that boy, but there's a certain advantage that a boy has that this girl cannot cover for the father. But the Gemara ultimately says it's not true. Even a girl could cover for a boy. Meaning a granddaughter could make it that if the son dies, it's like the son's still alive even through a granddaughter. Fine. Everyone holds both Abaye and Rava that two from one that if one child dies without children and the other child has two children you're not Mekayim Puravu. In other words, can a person have one kid and that kid bring two children into the world and then the person is Covered? No, the Gemara says everyone agrees two from one doesn't count. Veloy, it doesn't count. Vaha Amri Le Rabbana and the Rav Sheshes, the rabbi said to Rav Sheshes, Hey Rav Sheshes! Rav Sheshes was once married and he had a daughter. And they told him, Rav to get married, Va'ilad Bini, and have a son. And Rav the children of my daughter, they're my children. I don't have to get married and have another kid because I have a few grandchildren from my daughter. So we see that two from one works. He was just trying to push them away. Why? Because he didn't want to get married because he was not capable of having children because he used to go to Rav Huna's long lectures. And uh, Rav Huna's long lectures, nobody would dare get up to go to the, to the restroom. But if somebody with, withholds going to the bathroom, it could cause impotency. And the Gemara tells us that there's a very thin membrane between the, tra- the reproductive tract and the urinary tract. And if somebody holds in going to the bathroom, it could cause a rupture and render a person incapable of having children. So Rav Sheshes, because of the long lectures of Rav Huna, he was no longer capable of having children. So when they told him, go get married, really, if he would have been able to, he would have been chayiv to, but he pushed them off that he has already a few grandchildren. Ah, okay, fine. 
Amar le Rabba le Rava Barmari. Rabba said to Rava Barmari. Minaha milsadam rabbana b'nei banam harayin kabanam. How do we know this thing that the rabbi said? The grandchildren are like children. Now, this is something that Rashi and Chumash seems to indicate. That Yaakov's grandchildren were like his children. But the, the question here is, how do we know your daughter's children are like your children? Ilema, if you're going to say midrsef, and the fact that it's written habanois benoisai vehabanim banai, Lavan said, "Your daughters are my daughters, your sons are my sons." What do you mean, your sons are my sons? Whose sons? Yaakov's sons, his Lavan's grandsons. He's saying are his sons. So we see bnei banim kabanim. No, that can't, that's not indicative, that's not conclusive. He also said, the sheep are my sheep. But the sheep were in his sheep, the same way the sheep were in his sheep. The grandsons weren't his sons. They're also, you're going to say, the sheep are love on sheep. What he meant was, they're my sheep, you got them from me. So too, the grandchildren, you got them through me, by me giving you my daughters. Hachinami <coughs> dekanas but rather we learn it from here. Then Chetzon lived with the daughter of Macher. Macher was from Shem Menashe. Chetzon was from Shevet Yehuda. So he lived with the daughter of Macher. Avi Gilad. Macher was the father of Gilad. And Chetzon gave birth to the daughter of Macher. Esagov. Uchsiv minei machir from machir yardu mechaykukim came long lawgivers that lawgivers came from machir the son of Manasseh. How is that possible? But we know v'chsiv Yehuda mechaykukim lawgivers only come from Yehuda. Must be because Chetzroin lived with the daughter of machir and they produced lawgivers from Yehuda. It's attributed to machir even though it's his daughter's children. So we see, Bnei Banim Harim Kabanim. Fine. That's how we know, Bnei Banim Harim Kabanim. Masnisen, our Mishnah, the like Rabbi Yehuda, like Rabbi Yeshua, is not like Rabbi Yeshua. Because what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says that. If a person doesn't have children, he can't be without a wife. Well, you, that a person cannot be mavato from Peri of Arivia unless you have children. But if you have children, you could be mavato from Peri of Arivia. But Rabbi Yeshua holds, even if you have children, you have to keep on having more children. Just because the person is in the Kayim Puravu, it is a more expansive and encompassing mitzvah than just a boy and a girl. The If a person got married in their youth and their wife died, you have to get married in your old age. If you produce children in your youth, you should produce children in your old age. As the Pasuk says, In the morning sow your seed. And in the evening, do not slacken off. 
You don't know which ones will be kosher. The earlier children when you're younger or the children you had when you're older. And if both children are, are uh, end up successful, great. Rabbi Shua holds that despite the fact the person was Mekayim Puravu, that's not a license to no longer engage in, pro- in uh, procreating. So you don't know which children would be will bring you the most nachas. Rabbi Akiva darshins his pasuk to teach me a different Indian. Rabbi Akiva Oimer limed Torah be If somebody learned Torah in their youth, yomay Torah b'ziknus. You should learn Torah in, in your old age. Hayulay talmidim be'aldusa. If you produce students in your youth, yulay talmidim b'ziknus. You should produce talmidim in your old age. In the morning, you should sow your seed. In the evening, do not slacken off. Amru, they said, 12,000 pairs of students, Tamidim, Rabbi Kiva had Migavas at Anti Paris, from the north of Israel to the south. Expanding the entire border of Eretz Yisrael. The Kulan Mesa with Parak Echa. They all died at one time of the year between Pesach and Shavuos. The Neishalay Noagu covered Zelazah because they did not accord honor one to the other. The world was desolate. At Shabbat, Rabbi Akiva, Eitzar Rabbi Sinashabadaraim, until Rabbi Akiva came to the sages in the south, the Shanalahem, and he taught them. And they are Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yoisi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua. I have a mnemonic to remember. Maisha, Mem Yod Yod Shin Aleph. What that means? It means nothing. It's just a funny way for me to remember the five Talmidim. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yoisi, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua. See, it works. <coughs> By the way, there's a medrash that says one of the students' names were, was uh, Rabbi Nechemiah. And the Tamide Hagra give a remez al pnei hayeshimain. Yeshimain is Yoisi, Shimain, Yehuda, Meir, Nechemiah. And who do they take out? I guess they take out Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua. Okay. Tana, they taught Kula Mesumi Pesach Vyaratsaras. They all died between Pesach and Shavuos. By the way, you know the Medrash says that the what was the sin? The sin was not because Shulay Nagu covered Zelazah, but they were Tsare Ayan. They were stingy. They were cheapskates. Okay, different than the Babli. They all died a bad death. The Gemara Bracha says, There are many ways to die, over 900 ways to die. The worst is Askara. Some type of inflammation of the lungs that they can't breathe. Ramasna says, Halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua. That just because a person has a boy and a girl, they must continue procreating. And this, so there's a mitzvah de Rabbanon. 
besides the mitzvah of Puravu to have a boy and a girl, there is a mitzvah to Rabbanon. Now, Pashapshad is like Rabbi Shua says, because you never know which children will be the biggest tzaddikim. The Rambam gives a different svara that every, every soul that you add to Israel is like filling up the whole world. It's like, Okay. So according to Yeshua, a zakin shouldn't marry a woman who's not capable of having children? Is the zakin able to have children? Yeah, I'm saying men could have children until the, until the end of their lives. You're the doctor over here. I don't know about the end. Yeah? <laughs> Phil, yeah. Phil concurs. What do you say? Yeah, is that true? There are some famous people in the in the belt that are known that uh, there's a rock star that he's 80 years old that he married a young woman that just had a baby recently. <laughs> so it's, it's not that it's, you can have a baby. It's, I mean, it's a different, it's a different uh, biological process from the male than the female. Okay, so the answer is yeah. Now, uh, um... Is the man mechuyev to marry Isha Shiruya Lele? Well, there's a, there's a different uh, factor over there because, you know, the the Gemara speaks about that a zakin should not marry a young woman because it looks like it's uh, znus. But aside from that, yeah, that's a factor. Um, okay. It's another thing, if the guy's already, you know, if the guy's in a wheelchair, he has to, you know, he has to be able to care for this kid. But anyway, that's beyond the scope of the, of the Daf HaShavua regular share. <laughs> um, the Gemara continues. Amr Mas Allah Kabusha. Amr Tancham Anu Amr Abichanilai. Kal Adam She'in Lo Yisha Sharoi Belay Simcha. Anyone who doesn't have a wife, Resides without joy, belay bracha without blessing, belay toiva without goodness, belay simcha. How do you know you reside without joy? Dechsev desamachta ata ubeisecha. You should rejoice you and your house, your wife. That means one needs a wife to rejoice. Belay bracha dechsev lhaniach bracha el beisecha to bring blessing into your home. That means you need the home, the isha, to have bracha. Belay toiva. It's not good for man to be alone. That means if man is not alone, he has good. In Israel they said, One does not have Torah. Without a wife, one is missing Torah. Without a wall. The Pasuk says in Eoiv, Ha'im ein ezrasi, B is my helpmate, not with me. Then salvation, in other words, Torah, is pushed away from me. Beloi choyma, without a wall, dechsev nekeva tesoivev gever. The wife provides some kind of spiritual protective wall for the man. This is one of the reasons why the kala encircles the chasan at the chuppah, indicating she provides him with a wall of protection. Rava bar Ula Amar, Beloi Shalom, without peace. The Pasik says, Viadata, you will know, Ki Shalom Oi Halecha, that peace will be in your tent. When there is a tent, there is peace. 
Rashi says, "Bizman oil, then oil al ishtai." How do we know oil is your wife? We just had it yesterday. Shuvu lachem oyhalechem. Go back to your tent. Go back to your wife. So it says, "Viadate." You will know kishalam oyhavecha. There's peace in your tent. In other words, when there's a tent, when there's a wife, there's peace. Upakaratanavecha. You will visit your abode, your wife. V'loi tachta, and you will not sin. Amar Reb Yeshua ben Levi. Reb Yeshua ben Levi said, "Kol ishta." Anyone who knows about their wife, shehi yiras shamayim, that she's God fearing. The inopokta, and he doesn't visit her. He doesn't give her the mitzvah of oina. Rashi says, "Tashmish nikra chayte is a sinner." Shenamar v'yadata, you should know. If your tent is wholesome, is God fearing, then ufakarata you have to visit her. Rabbi Shua ben Levi says, A person is obligated to visit his wife before he goes on the road. Pashib Shada means one is obligated to be intimate with their wife before they go away. Rashi explains. Because she desires the husband at that time, and when she desires a husband, then you have a chi of oina. Of oina. Shenemar, v'yadata yishino kishalom oyhalecha. If your tent is wholesome. In other words, we read the Pasuk, v'yadata you should know kishalom oyhalecha. That your tent is complete. And you will visit your wife. Now, anybody know how do you see from that pasuk that you have to visit your wife? Rashi But the Gemara learns out from this pasuk of. That a person is obligated to visit his wife. Kaidem shiatzul adarach. I says Gemara. Ha mehachanafka. Do you learn from here? Mehasam nafka. We learn it from there. The pasuk says, "V'el isheich teshukaseich." And to your husband will be your desire. That from from here we learn. Melamid shal isha mishtakekas about b'shashuyatzuladach. That a woman desires her husband when she's gonna when he goes away. So why do I need the teaching of Yishuv and Levi? But I already know it from that the woman desires the husband before he goes away and when she desires the husband he's obligated to visit her. Amar Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef says the davar nifla'ad ma'oid The chiddush is you know I need the teaching of Rabbi Yishuv and Levi Elasamuch Levesta it's close to when her cycle is. Normally a person has to separate from their wife for the whole 12 hour period that she would frequently, that she would see. Either we're talking about the Yom HaChodesh, the, the calendar day of the month that she sees, or the 30th day since she last saw, or the, last, the days in between the last two spot, uh, seeings were a certain number of days, let's say 29 days, 
and now it's 29 days since her last seeing. <coughs> so normally, one has to be pious that whole 12-hour period. And Rabbi Shulman Levi is saying that if someone's going out on a, someone's going on a trip, even though normally he would have to separate from her during that 12-hour period, he is obligated to be intimate with her. Now, the question is, Normally it's understood that separating from the wife, Samach Levesta, is a Da'iraisa. So, how could it be that this mitzvah, which seems to be a mitzvah midirei neviyim, pushes off a din Da'iraisa of, of, uh, of separating from one's wife, Kaidam Levest, which is derived from the Pasuk, V'hizartem Esmane Yisrael. So some want to say, from here we see that separating from a woman before her vest is only a dindarabanan, and therefore the mitzvah dairaisa of visiting one's wife before she goes out on the road pushes off the dirabanan. Some say that even though there is a iser dairaisa to be with one's wife within the 12 hour period, that is because it's asr dairaisa lest she come to see. But here the Torah itself is saying that if the guy is going to go on the road, that supersedes the normal precaution of separating from one's wife within the 12 hours. <coughs> Says the Gemara, the Kama, how long would one ordinarily have to separate from one's wife before she normally sees Oina, a 12-hour period. Bahani Mili, this mitzvah that a person is obligated to visit his wife before he goes on the road. Lidvar HaRashos. That's if he's going for something discretionary. But if he's going, the Dvar Mitzvah, Avodvar Mitzvah is going for Dvar Mitzvah Mitradi, he's very busy. And therefore, he's very busy, and therefore we don't uh, require him to be with his wife. Or another Psharash, he says, is we're afraid he'll get caught up in Tashrash and he won't do the Mitzvah. So he does not mechayv to. So this din da'iraisa almost that a, a husband has to visit his wife. That's only if he's going uh, on a discretionary trip. If he's going on a mitzvah, he's not required to. What's the halacha? What? What is the halacha? The halacha is a person is obligated to visit his wife. Does that apply? Uh, you want to know if this applies to Maisa Samach Levesta? It's a big yidush. I don't think so. But, if it's the, uh, there is a vest of the Avi, um, an, in other words, there, there's a Chumrah that if the vest is, let's say, during the day, were Machmir the night before, yeah, then if he's going on a trip, that would supersede that Chumrah. But it would not supersede the, the Iker Hadin of separating Kaidim the vest. Some of Farshim learn the Chayv Lifkodes Ishtoi does not refer to Tashmish though. Some learn that Chayv Lifkodes Ishtoi means either Bedvarim or Stam Chibok Anishok, but not Mamish Tashmish.
That I think we do allow. The chibuk and nishuk. If kaidem sheyatzal adarach. Okay. Tanur Abanan. Ha'oyev es ishtay kegufay. One who loves his wife like his own self. One who honors her more than him, his, his guf. One who guides his sons and daughters in the right path. And one who marries them off close to their age of puberty. So someone who marries off his son at 12, his daughter at 11. About such a person, the Pasuk says, You should know, Kishalayim. Your tent will be at peace. Rabbi Yisrael, we'll hold it over here and uh, we'll pick it up as a Sashem next week. Can I share with you something on Daf Samach? Go do whatever you got to do. If you want to hear it, then uh, you could stay on. Okay. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.